by providing tools, tips, and resources that elevate health from the inside out. Every episode, myself along with a featured guest, share our Steps to Feel Good Daily journeys on my globally recognized show, Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana. Oh, my goodness. You guys are in for a treat. I get, I'm get. i actually getting a little bit teary-eyed just thinking of this woman that's coming on, um, Dr. Pauline Crawford. Um, although I just recently met her, just meeting her was such an incredible experience, and I'm sure that you will feel the same way. But before I introduce her, um, I'm going to start with my little oily daily tip. Um and I chose this oil. This is cassia oil. Mind you, this is a hot oil. So you have to be careful the way that you use it. You don't want to put it on your skin, especially not with a carrier oil. But this oil is the oil of self-acceptance. And it helps you to be courageous. It helps you to be self-assured, unashamed, confident, valued, and authentic. And I think we're going to be learning a little bit about that today. But um, so I'm going to share a little bit about Dr. Pauline Crawford. And she is an author, an international speaker, educator, PhD entrepreneurologist. I didn't even know what that word is, so I can't wait for her to, <laughs> to tell us what that is. And an image consultant. Not only that, so there's like a lot of other things. I couldn't get it all on here. But um, she is the founder of, of Corporate Heart International. In summary, I would just say she is a thought leader on authentic harmony with the purpose of empowering men and women to seamlessly work together. Oh my goodness, are we in for a treat. So I am going to bring her up from the green room now. Once I get rid of this. <laughs> Where are you? There you are. Yay. <laughs> now, 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 let me stop for one second and say this woman speaks her talk because she is beautiful. I was, I was so like amazed the first time I saw her. So I'm guessing you guys are amazed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I'm going to cry. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was feeling that one myself. Um, so I, I get it. So I, I always start the show with asking the steps that you do to feel good daily. And these are some of the, see, there's some of the things that you had mentioned to me. You, you said you do self-value. So maybe we'll just go through each step individually because there's kind of a lot of stuff here. So when you talk about self-value, what do you mean by that in your step to feel good daily? Okay. Well, it's absolutely fabulous to be here, Lona. So uh, that's the first thing. And um, the whole of our mission is to be ourselves without ego. So to start with, it's about understanding that our self-value is self. It's not about what other people say. It's actually what we 
feel and learn and explore about ourselves. But it increases the value of everything in the world. And this is my fundamental philosophy that if, if I know about my value, I can add it to you and we can add it to the world. So that's the basic philosophy. And in order to do that, you have to not have ego, but you do have to have a lot of self-worth and, and self-intention. And sometimes I find um, women especially are a little bit too humble about understanding their self-value. So it's about liking yourself, loving yourself. Um, and in that respect, taking stock of yourself. So earlier in my life, I, um, I changed my life from being a mother at home with my kids to coming out into the business world as an image consultant. And this is very important because you, you actually are helping people to look in the mirror, literally. So you have to look at yourself. And so understanding it's not just about the clothes you wear. It's not about just the makeup or the glasses or the hair. It's actually how you feel inside. But it sometimes takes time. So taking stock of yourself is about taking stock of those external pieces as well. So, you know, having having the right kind of clothes on, the right kind of colours, that helps us to feel good inside. But we can't keep on just doing the external things. So self-value is taking stock every day. And one of the things I would offer as advice is to have a really good mirror. Now, you might laugh, but not all mirrors, <laughs> not all mirrors are the same. <laughs> Um, you know that when you go into the shops, you kind of think, oh, gosh, that mirror makes me look much better. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. It makes me feel yeah. so much better because I'm like, is that really what I look like? <laughs> well, one of the interesting things in all the programs I've done and I've asked classes, men often don't even have a long mirror. Uh -huh. you know, I say, who, who here has got a long mirror? Most women have. But, you know, unless we see the whole of ourselves, we, we don't actually know what we're going to look like when we go outside. So it's not about vanity, it's about honesty. So we're going to look at how we feel, how we, how we look, and then think about how we sound, um, how we feel, how we behave. And how are we going to measure that? Well, you measure it by, if you like, the feel-good factor. You know, it sounds obvious, doesn't it? But um, <laughs> we have to challenge ourselves as to why... How, why do we sometimes not feel good and how do we deal with not feeling good? Because not every day is absolutely perfect. Um, so we've got to deal with the downside as well as the upside. But, you know, it's that classic thing. It starts with the mirror of your, your physicality and then it starts going inside to your mirror of your, dare I say, your soul. And, and that's where values come in because although this is self-value, we also need to understand what our values are. Um, does that make sense? It's like. Yes, it does. Before we go into the measuring your value, I do want to make a comment. I went to Costco one time and I saw this woman with this huge, just this huge, like wildly maybe ratted hairdo with some, you know, just wild pants. And it was like, and she had the biggest smile on her face. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this woman just stands in her power and she's so happy. And I just I loved her instantly and I didn't even meet her, but I could have followed her around just because she stood in that power, which I'm guessing would be the measure of value. Well, it, it is. And as I say, remember at the beginning, it's without ego. So it's not about um, somebody saying, oh, I love that or saying, hmm. Are you really going to go out like that? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, I remember one great um, presenter who said, you know, to men, he said, when your partner comes into the room wearing a dress and holding another dress, and she says, which dress shall I wear? Remember which dress she's wearing. <laughs> you know, but sometimes we give away our, our power, and that's where we give it. We, we can't measure it unless we keep it to ourselves. But having said that, and it is about getting compliments. Um, so one of the tricks, if you like, is to give compliments and receive compliments and receive compliments with grace and ease and not with, oh, not me. Uh, because I used to do that. I used to do that a lot before I became an image consultant. When I was in the image world, it really taught me a lot about my mirror image in, in the sense that I, I could disguise the bits of my body that I didn't like. And I, I remember going out wearing something just perfectly measured and somebody saying, oh, you've lost weight. And I said, oh, thank you. I hadn't lost any weight at all. I had just worn something which made me look more courageous, whatever it was, but I didn't give it away. I didn't say, oh, no, 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 I, I'm tricking you. I just said, thank you. And in fact, it made me feel so powerful just to say that. So if you think about it, a compliment is a gift. And if you give a gift to somebody, you'd be very upset if they tore the parcel apart and chucked it in the corner. And that's what we do when we say, oh, no, no, no. Just say thank you. I love that. There was I went to a restaurant and there was this young lady that was just shining, gorgeous and everything else. And and I just said, wow, I said, you are so beautiful. And she couldn't just accept that compliment. She had to say, you are too. And it's like, it's okay. You don't have to say that. And I understand it. Cause like you said, when we're young, I mean, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want anybody. Like, I don't want to feel, I, I don't want to stand in my power is really what it was, but I didn't know it at the time. I was like, oh, really? Thank you. Well, you're beautiful too. Or, or, it was, I was like, oh, really? No, I'm not. I could, I would always have to kind of make excuses for it, but I never understood that. <laughs> well, that's right. And, and, and the way of embracing that is maybe to say, well, thank you. We're, we're all beautiful. In fact, women are beautiful. So you extend the compliment out to a wider audience. Because um, the truth that. is that every human being is beautiful. I mean, yeah, the yeah. may not physically, but we assess as beauty. But if you think about it, being human is just amazing. You know, how does this thing actually work? And if we get into that mindset, which is really one of these things I say about your values um, and sharing values. So actually in a conversation, actually asking people, so what do you value most in life? That's a much better question than saying, well, what do you do? Oh, I love that. Because what do you do is very final. Oh, right. I've got to decide, um, am I this title or that title? Or, or am I just, you know, and often women will say, oh, I'm just a, <laughs> no, we're not just at anything. Um, but if you ask somebody, well, what, what, do, what you do you value, value most in life? Yeah, I'm like, okay, that was enough. I don't even, I mean, that was a life-changing, absolutely a life-changing moment, what you just shared with me. I hope everybody grasped that. Well, I, I was, I, I remember the first time I really understood this, somebody asked me about uh, dating, they were dating somebody and she said, Oh, you know, I'm kind of nervous about 
well, how I might come over because I'm a bit over the top. And I said, well, try this, you know, um, ask them what, what do they value most? Or what are you most interested in is kind of the normal version of that. But the word value hits us in the solar plexus. It hits us in the heart. It, it goes inside. Oh, and it's, it's a personal thing. It means that you, you have the idea of value in your dialogue. So you've got to remember, your words are powerful. Everything you say is powerful, as well as your consonants, you know. So learning to smile. So I'd like to share a little thing that happened when I was 17. I was, a lot, I was a lot different. I had dark hair and long hair. I used to hide under my hair. But I was sitting, <laughs> looking in the mirror, and I was writing in my diary, and I wrote, I like my hair. Um, not sure about my eyes. They were a bit small. I like my mouth, and I like smiling because it makes me look better. So I vowed in this diary that I will smile now forever in my life. But the next sentence was, I don't understand why adults don't always smile because it's free. And I think that has been my mantra for life, even when I've had challenging times when, you know, maybe you can't smile in some grief moment or distress moment, but to have a smiley face. Well, you know, I love that you said that because it's like <laughs> the other day I was having a pretty rough day. Okay. And I just said, okay, if I can't make myself, I'm going to go like this to make myself smile. Yes. Because even when we take that action of smiling, it can change everything. And then it can put things into perspective. I mean, smiling is so powerful. And I don't, honestly, I don't care what a person looks like when they have a smile on their face, it absolutely brightens my day when somebody just think about you know like you're driving in the car and somebody yeah. looks at you and smiles i mean does it not brighten your entire day well it does and and it is a truth that when you smile with a genuine smile at anybody right. it it makes them smile even if they don't even want to you know you could try it in the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> but it it it's amazing and, and it's also true across the whole world so you could go to china or Asia or Africa, UK, where I come from, though I'm here in America, America, anywhere, people know how to smile. So we're born with it. Some people have a, a grumpy face. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, it does no good for your lines when you're older. <laughs> not your lines, not your heart, not nothing. It doesn't do good for anybody else, right? Well, that's right. So I think we measure value by sharing our values and also understanding what does a value mean to you so what does happiness mean to you um it makes you more energized it makes you want to do things more so you actually get more done in in the corporate world where i work it, it's actually an engaged happy workforce it's a no-brainer that it's going to be more productive right so it, you know that you can actually put measures on it but even in a family setting when we're when we're energized and happy and we're sharing values, things are just smoother. You know, there's more laughter, there's more togetherness. So it's not traditionally measured, but it's there because you know when it's gone. Well, I tell you one thing, it's like when I think of being myself, because I've said to, I know you know Joe Garrity, and I've said to her once, well, I would like you to spend one day being me and just see what it's like because 
I mean, it's hard for me not to smile because I'm laughing at myself all of the time. I mean, just being human is such an experience. And and like you yeah. said, sometimes you don't want to you don't want to laugh, but it's like sometimes that's the only thing that you can do. You can only smile because if you don't, then you're just destroyed because you're so miserable, you'll just fall into that, correct? <laughs> well, well, that's right. And and it's, it's so interesting because people often say to me, well, you always take a good photograph. Now, I always think that I'm always happy to have a photograph taken, so I smile at whatever the camera is facing me. <laughs> but I had a lifetime of a father who filmed us. So he was a camera fanatic. And so cameras were always in my childhood from the age of like zero. So it, it was it became non nonsense not to keep on smiling. And therefore you look <laughs> at photographs and think, oh, I like that. So, you know, it, it's all it sounds as if it's ego, but that's why I want to come back to that, is that right. there's a complementary nature to world, either complementary and com complementary together and complementary that we complement in order to create a bond with somebody else. Oh, I like that dress you're wearing. Oh, I love that color. Oh, you just look so healthy. I mean, it can be specific or it can be just general, but I find that a lot of people, they, you know, like you, you say to them, gosh, you know, you really look beautiful today. They, oh, and you can see them rising. I mean, it, it it's like smiling. It makes you lift your body. Yeah, you know, about that, I know that's like in your in your tip, but the thing is, is it's like, it also is something for us to say we're not so into ourselves because I know that, when, you know, like when I was younger, I'm just like, I'm just busy, you know, I'm a single mom here and I'm working, you know, really hard yeah. and I go to the grocery store and not see one person. And it's really sad, but when you... Yeah. <laughs> When you give that compliment, it's like, I'm recognizing you. And it's like, for me, it's such an automatic thing now because I can see the beauty in everyone. So it kind of like when you start paying attention, it kind of opens up your world, right? Well, it does. And I think, you know, when we look at the world and, and the fact that, you know, there is a lot of mental health and distress and, and um, is to also look out to nature, you know, find something that you can love that is just given a blue sky, right, a nice right. plant, um, the fresh air, or, or something that is simple, <laughs> and it's free, and it's not personal. So then you can work on your personal. Because some people say, oh, no, 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 I, I can't do that. You know, it, it's too ego. I say, well, no, it's not, because nature has given us so many beautiful things. Wouldn't we honor them? And then you can honor <laughs> other people. Yes, nature definitely has. And I'm going to just show you that picture of that's like my my growth. That's like when I see trees, I get I just it, it tears tears me up. I like I have a beautiful view. And when I go for walks, I'm just like, I love yeah. nature. so thankful for it. So I one of the know. questions that I have is you. So you say build a robust valuation in the mirror. So that is what we have been discussing. And then you said, write three positive descriptive words about yourself. Yeah. So can you talk about that a little bit? Well, this is a really interesting exercise for anybody to try. And, and uh, when I do this in class, I say write three descriptive words, say, for instance, for you as a mother or for you as a professional woman or whatever. So you could be specific, but 
if you're writing about yourself as a businesswoman, do not write professional because we're all professional. So what I'm looking for is descriptive words. So is it um, I'm friendly, I'm quiet, um, I'm beautiful, I'm handsome, you know, all positive words. And um, what's interesting is people often stumble. They kind of go, oh, I, I don't know. And I say, well, just allow yourself to think about it. And as they start writing it down, it becomes concrete. And then what you do is you share it. So then it becomes more concrete because you're saying, this is how I see myself and I'm going to share it with you. And then in, in a class exercise, this is really good. You get the other person to use your words to describe yourself to the circle. And what's that happened is that you have to own the words because you wrote them, but somebody else is saying the words and then they're extemporizing, they're, they're adding words to it. So I might be saying words about yourself and I'd say, yes, well, um, so Lola wrote these, but actually I see her as, you know, exciting, adventurous, you know, and what happens is we see these words, it again, it's like looking in the mirror, it makes us grow. And I often ask people, I say, well, when you receive the words from somebody else and you look at them and you look at that person, what would you like to add to that person? So I might want to add a new word and then you keep all the words. And then you might actually do this with friends and family. Now, there's one caveat. You do not ask people who don't like you. <laughs> I like that. You know, I think I did an exercise like this one time and it was in kind of a relationship group and it was it was really powerful. I just thought of three words when I think of describing myself when you said that. So I thought of loving, hopeful, and thoughtful. Those were my three words. Okay. And I would like to add to those that you're very charismatic because you have a wonderful energy around you and you, you bubble with excitement. <laughs> and that is added to that because the other words are beautiful, but they're that's almost your inside beauty. Oh, okay. And and try this exercise. I'd say not you don't ask anybody who dislikes you. You always ask for positive words. Uh -huh. And you're kind of mapping them out because what you're inviting other people to do when you ask them to share their words of you, you're mapping out their perceptions. So somebody who knows you well might say, like I do, you know, you're very charismatic. So you have to accept the compliment. That's a rule. <laughs> I did say thank you. And I would say you're dynamic. Oh, thank you. That would be that would be a word that would come to my mind about you. Just I mean, dynamic and beautiful. And you um also are intelligent. It's like oh. very obvious, a deep, you know, kind of a deep thinking person. Oh, that's wonderful. And and thank you for that. And <laughs> and that's where you see when you only ask for three words, uh -huh. there will be lots of other words. So you're actually encouraging that growth of these words because often we forget to use descriptive words. Yes, I yes. want to make the world more exciting by putting more descriptive words in. Yeah, and, and I probably am short on my words. <laughs> so well, I, I like that you opening my world up to that. Well, try it. Try and describe what kind of meeting you want. Say you're going to meet somebody. Uh -huh. um, and you might say, well, this is a serious meeting. Uh, this is a happy meeting. This is an adventurous meeting. This is a creative meeting. So by putting those words in, you, you're setting a tone with other people. Now, they might have their own view of that word, 
but it's better than saying, oh, we're having a meeting. Right. I agree with that because then that would be, that's the thing, because I'm so direct. I'm so direct in my words that I don't, I, I try really hard. Like I sometimes have to go back and say, I hope you're having a good day because I'm going to be direct in what I'm saying. And it does add to my heart when I take the time to go back and add more thoughtful words. Yes. It's not that I'm not thoughtful. It's just that I'm direct. <laughs> Maybe because I wasn't brought up. I mean, that's okay because that's that's part of who you are. And people who know you well know and expect that. So always expect the unexpected. That's another thing I like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you had said your your tip would be be yourself without ego, which we kind of touched on. Do not pretend. So I love this. Do not pretend to be somebody that you're not. And holy cow, when I was younger, I was probably a chameleon not realizing it. So I know that we do this, not intentionally, but it was just like, I wanted you to like me, right? So, and then we had talked about the compliments and be interested in others. So I would say that in this, what you shared here, I would love to talk about that being being truly your authentic self and being okay with that and then um the um being interested in others i think that's so i think those are two really important points yes and i think you know it's very tempting to be somebody else you know when you're the the second the third child in a family as i was and the i had an older sister and you know there's always sort of oh maybe i should be like her or or maybe I should be like those other people, or I should be this kind of mother or whatever. And so allow that to be okay, but to think about how you actually are those. Uh, I'll give you an example. And I remember when I was um, a mum with young children, uh, like under four, two of them under four. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, I should be a mummy. I should buy something pretty to wear. And, um, and I bought this very pretty dress and I wore it. I think my daughter was a little bit older, say the eight. And we were at a school function and she said, oh, mommy, you're so pretty. And I felt awful. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I'm not that kind of mommy. I, I, I'm pretty floral dresses are not me. So I just didn't do it anymore. But I think you, you get tempted by what you see around you. Um, so be really honest with yourself, going back to the mirror. Um, and also understand it's okay to admire other people who are different to you. And that, that's for me is part of this be interesting and be interested. You know, if you're going to um, build up a conversation with somebody, you're looking for connections. Uh, We're looking for what we have in common. And it might be that we both don't like something or we both went to Portugal and loved it. Or um, I found the most extraordinary coincidences with people by just exploring um, factors in my life. I'll give you an example. I met somebody in England online um, the other day who I had not actually met before. I'd seen on a text message thing. Anyway, we're different age by at least 10 years. We discovered that we were in the same dance class hall, not in the same class, but with the same dance teacher in Buckinghamshire in England at a certain period in our life. And you kind of think, how do we, we're moving around and, and occasionally meeting and then separating. Um, so I think it's about what we have in common, especially as women, because yes. women are magnificent. Women are nurturers. We are beautiful human beings. And that's not to say men aren't, but we are 
magical and magnificent. And we, without ego, we need to express that in the world. Yes, we do. Um, one thing that I had a mentor, um, Maleka Brown, she taught me that we're all the same. We're all the, we're all going through the same process. Never judge anybody where they're at in the process. Absolutely. So, and, and never make, well, I say never make assumptions. It's quite difficult, but try <laughs> not make assumptions and check yourself. You know, I mean, sometimes we, we make those and then check yourself. Hmm. Should I, should I really think that? And so my own study, which is around different types of men and women, have really helped me to understand, for instance, my two brothers and my sister. And I can go back and I can see where I got in a, in a, a silly situation thinking, oh, I'm, le I'm left out of the family. I don't belong here. You know, all the things we go through as children. And when you're adult now in this world where I believe we're getting a bit dis We've got a lot of disruption and dissonance and, and discord. I want to create harmony. So I have to know myself in order to create harmony with you because otherwise I, I won't be able to see what is the connection uh, notes. You know, it's like a, a music sheet because right. I know what we're singing together. <laughs> well, you might like this tip that I had. It's love who you are so that you can love others as they are. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd, I'd like to offer one is it isn't what you do that matters. It's the loving you put into the doing that matters. I agree. I, yeah. Um, and I, I've always said, you know what? I may not be perfect, but my heart's always in the right place. And so, oh, so it's like when we, when we're sitting here, like getting angry at somebody or judging somebody else, we have to just remember that maybe their intention is a good intention as well. Right. <laughs> well, that's right. And we have a very challenging world at the moment, but is to hold on to this idea of harmony is that your harmony with a group of people or individuals may be absolutely perfect and it may not be the right when you go to the next group you may be a different harmony in there or it might not fit and that's okay too so we can have perspectives and we can share them and that's what i do with my work is to get people to come together in a circle on a topic which might be quite a challenging topic but the rule is that there's no judgment and no assumption so we're actually just there to listen and share listen and share and, and that's like giving compliments and receiving compliments. Yes. Well, you know, I could talk to you for probably hours and be like, <laughs> just like learn. I mean, I just, I thank you so much for shining, for shining your light. Now, are there some courses or something that you do offer people? I have your information here um, as for how to, for people to reach you. Is this where um, they Yes, if I, I'm, I'm on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn if people are there. And I run programs. I, I, write, I run programs for men and women. Sometimes it's women only. Sometimes it's men only. Um, and then I get men and women together because what I help people understand is a new language between us. And that's not led by men or women. It's led by both together, but honouring our differences. It's great fun. And um, I've worked with many very uh, top women who have found being in the male world of business very difficult, but also it, it affects us in every part of our lives. 
So the programs for women, you can actually apply the, the learning to your life and to your business and to your customers. So it's it's an all-round, uh, everything we've said, feel-good way of being. I love it because I got to understand other people. And, that, <laughs> and if we want to feel good mentor. daily, right? I mean, these, yeah. are, these are steps for us to feel good daily. So I thank you. Um, for doing this for me. Um, I was honored that you agree, that you said yes. <laughs> so I am going to drop you in the green room because unfortunately we are out of time. I, like yeah. I said, I could talk to you forever, but I'll drop you into the green room. And if you hang out for a minute, then we'll chat after. Okay. Well, Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I guess you guys, I mean, like, I'm like fighting back those, the welling up in my eyes of just of gratitude for this amazing woman and what she's doing, spreading love throughout the world. Um, just remember that, that what you say, what you do, how you feel about yourself definitely makes a difference. And, um, we are all important in this world. So thank you for coming and stay tuned for our next episode next week. Um, we'll see you again. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at happyhealing.me. Make sure to join me for another episode every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Central Time on my globally recognized show, Steps to Feel Good Daily with Lana. I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one -on -one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.